welcome to the 9642 podcast. This is your host, Mr. Number 9. And this is The Fool. Your 96 best place to listen to... For 10 years. Yes. Yes. Um, for our 10th season of our mostly up-to-date... And unqualified. And unrequested. Ramblings of the various issues in the world of sport. Or something like that. Hello, everyone. We are back to our bread and butter here. Football in the Premiership yeah. in particular. Yeah, good times. We've just come back from the international break. Mm-hmm. Every team's gone, finished their transfer windows. This is the squads till January. And boy, has it been eventful so far. Yeah. Been very um, uh, interesting. I guess is the right word. Yeah, absolutely. Looking at the table, we have our defending champions, Manchester City. Five from five. Is anybody surprised? Goal difference of 11 after five games. No, not surprised at all. Perfect start to the season. Hot question. Are City going to lose a Premier League game this season? Are City even going to draw a Premier League game this season? I guess they will eventually. Because, you know, it's it's very hard to go the whole season without losing. But, or um, winning every game. And winning every game is even more impossible. So, um, But if there's a team that can do it, it's this Man City team. It so. would be 114 points. They have gotten to 100 points over 100 points before they've been close to perfect yeah no i think so, they'll yeah it's feeling uh, i would not bet against them i don't think they're gonna do it but i would not bet against them i wouldn't bet against them either you say i'm i'm with you very unlikely but it's not the the bet to take for them not in fact it's probably worth a yeah. a cheeky fiver or something on a bet like that just because but yeah. That said, the TAB might not be offering the best odds on that anyway, since, yeah, you never know with them. Yeah, it'll probably be something dumb, like 100 to 1. You're like, come on, man. Yeah, let me get some decent money out of They know, yeah. yeah, City's been good. Scored 14 goals as well, so, like, yeah. they are... They're on fire. They're on fire. That is the word for them. I only had three goals scored against them. But every match. Just, yeah. It's a great start for them. Absolutely. And next up, a team that's also doing quite well. Tottenham Hotspur under yeah. Ange Potcoglu. Gold, uh, 13 points. Just the one draw. Um, similar with Liverpool and Arsenal. Very early days for all those four teams but they all look like they're in form um, yeah obviously uh, uh, it's uh, they they've been quite impressive to me Spurs I think they've shown yeah, this, yeah. this really like are they better without Kane because they've now had to invent other ways to get goals and they're yeah, doing it it's pretty much it they've had to come up with a, a new way of doing things and it seems to be working for them maybe they were just too stuck in the a, a mindset before where they were just 
so reliant on Kane scoring the goals they didn't really think about it. So now maybe this is, yeah, the turning point. Yeah. And I think despite all the um, issues with squad depth and players leaving and instability at the club, Liverpool doing really, really well, 4-1, like yeah. a very good, uh, Jurgen Krops just getting the best out of his players. Um, I can see them continuing in this good form in the season in yeah. Arsenal, leaving, kind of carrying on where they left off. Yeah, exactly. Last season. We'll see if any of these teams have the depth to follow on with City as the season progresses, but yeah, early doors, as we said. Yeah, yeah. But yeah definitely got... they're showing good signs anyway. But... Yeah. We ha were wondering about Brighton. No, they haven't yet had to play any European games, but no. they've also had a good start. Four wins out of five with the one mm -hmm. loss. Um. Uh, t on 12 points, um, just ahead of West Ham, who have three wins, a tie, sorry, a draw, and a loss. So yeah. they're also like recovering quite well from last year. Yeah. Rice. yeah, and having lost you know, Declan Rice, as you say, so West Ham's yeah. showing they've got some decent, um, decent depth there. Obviously, you know done well with the, the transfers and everything, so. Yeah, and Aston Villa, after a bit of a shaky start, have recovered back to three wins in a row. I think they lost their first two games. And they're also on nine points. Um, everybody else is kind of on the two win, uh, uh, apart from Brentford, who have gotten three draws already the team with the most uh, them and Bournemouth are the team with the most draws so far yeah. um, Manchester United what can I say my only consolation is we're not as bad as Chelsea only just, not as, only just not as bad as Chelsea but yes no I think our teams both our teams are, are suffering a bit at the beginning of the season um, yeah I haven't seen enough There's a lot United of United to know that yeah, yeah. There's a big injury crisis at United. So oh, Luke Shaw got injured just before, just after the, just before the window ended, and they needed to get in a quick uh, fullback to uh, on loan. And then uh, Aaron Wan Bissaka just got injured as well. So it's, uh, I guess, it's useful that Harry Maguire is. Uh, uh, is not left the club because they still have at least some defensive bodies, even if they're not really that many specialist fullbacks left in yeah. the squad. Yeah. Meanwhile, Chelsea seem to have continued with the throw lots of players at it and hope something sticks, and we haven't really seemed to have found that stick right now for all the, yeah. the spending and, and player movements. Still, uh, I think the biggest problem appears just to be the, the lack of goals. You know, five games, five goals. And five goals scored against as well. Like, it's not really the, the greatest start. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the t uh, Both teams are having issues. I think Pochettino is still getting his system 
implemented. Mm. Uh, Manchester United have had a bunch of things happen. Some of it are out of Eric Ten Hag's control, like the whole Mason Greenwood situation and the whole yeah. ownership saga situation, which is obviously like a bad mood at the club, um, yeah, yeah. amongst supporters and at the and at Old Trafford. But also like the whole um, Jaden Sancho situation, where it's potentially, uh, uh, potentially a uh, is one of his uh, uh, is a, is one is a, is a fault of his, his because the uh, basically kind of threw. Uh, uh, Sancho under the bus when he said that he didn't train uh, well enough and Sancho kind of put on a message on his Twitter going I definitely trained hard and I didn't um, I think I know what he's talking about but it's nothing to do with my work ethic and what I put in and he pinned it on his Twitter so he's doubled down or his ex right. as we should say Yeah, and it's it's a very complicated situation with Sancho, like he, we know that he's had mental health struggles, um, which Ten Hag was apparently helping him with, because yeah. during the, the World Cup break, he he took Sancho and a couple of players to Holland with him for special training sessions to help them learn his system. All right, yeah. yeah. And Sancho was doing interesting things like playing false nine during the preseason. Where they looked, the only upside for Manchester United is probably the fact that Andre Onana looks incredible. He's been playing so well. So the change of goalkeeper has kind of been flawless. He's already broken the record for a number of passes for a United keeper, who's something like 48. That is a lot. Yeah. Games. He's he's not tempered his style. I think. The backs are sort of getting used to the game of having the him pass out to them or him creating the little diamond for so that the team becomes press proof. But mm -hmm. the issue now is getting the ball further along where the midfielders are not quite... We don't have enough attacking midfielders after... Uh, so <clears throat> there's... It'll be interesting to see what Ten Hag does as the season progresses. Yeah, Obviously definitely. it's far too early to tell what's going to happen with and same with Chelsea I mean yeah. for all we know both these managers could end up getting fired before the January window if things go really bad just so that the new manager can get some signings in um, if if they're going to fire a man the manager the season that is the time to do it not after the January window like so oh, yeah. many clubs do enough like why are you doing this now Give them a chance can't to actually. Yeah, they can't do anything now. No, I'd say I'm willing to give Chelsea a bit more time. Um, you know, it is a lot of new players in there. The the whole team is is very different to what it was even at the end of last year. So you know that takes time. A for new players to get up to to adapt to the Premier League and adapt their game and get it working, as we all well know. And just playing in yeah. a new system with new players around you, that's always it's going to be a little bit disruptive. Um, so, you know, 
good things is that Sterling's looking good, Fernandez is looking good, Jackson's looking good. Defence is somewhat coming good, though obviously, um, you know, injuries there as well aren't really, really helping yeah. things. So, yeah, it's just a, about getting all right, and it's potentially bits in there that don't seem to be really working as well as they could. I mean, against Bournemouth, they hit the the woodwork twice, three times, and got Nito to give up a couple of really good saves. So, you know, that's how those days go sometimes. You know, other days, those they don't hit the woodwork, they sneak in the corner, you know, and and, and you win one or two nil, and... You know, it doesn't seem quite as, as bad, so um say so I'm willing to give them time. It's it's not as though yeah. it's completely dire as like it's a new manager, new system, new players. Like sometimes these things just take a yeah a hot minute to sort out. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and oh yeah, there's also other issues, obviously. The it's a bit different at Manchester United. Obviously, behind the scene things are not good, and no. also there's the issue. I just remember that Anthony's also not going to play because he's got court char facing charges of assault in Brazil. Oh right, yes. Yeah, that that doesn't help. Yeah, off-field antics at, at United aren't really helping there. That's sad. not really and as much as, you know, potential crimes. Alleged crimes. Yeah. Alleged crimes. I was giving them a slight benefit of the doubt. But, yeah. Alleged crimes. Yeah, serious and allegations. <laughs> ser serious, serious allegations. But, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Serious allegations, I guess, the right ones. That, say, that does cause disruptions and that unsettles dressing rooms and that always makes things a little bit more difficult. Um, yeah. I mean, the other plus side is I think Rasmus Hoyland looked pretty good as well as he's come on. Which he's, he's had to be subbed off in one of the games. Mm. Uh, um, uh, but he's not fully fit yet, but he's slowly being integrated into the team. I mean, also from United's yeah. benefit is the losses they've had are from three of those top yeah. four or top five teams, right? You've lost Tottenham, you lost to Arsenal, and you just lost to Brighton. So, like, those are teams yeah. currently on red-hot form. Um, so, you know, you can sort of forgive that a little bit. Like, But we've lost to West Ham, who are doing well, and Nottingham Forest. So, yeah. yeah. Though we did manage a 1-1 draw of Liverpool on opening day, so... That's true. Then yeah. we looking at the bottom of the table, unfortunately, as we predicted, Luton Town are in the bottom. Mm. Unlike how we predicted, Burnley are down there as well. Um, yeah. Vincent Company um, finding it tough in his first season at the Premier League. Um, I don't know what you do as Burnley. If they do get relegated, do you keep company? Does he have like a... It's like when Sean Dyche got relegated the first time with Burnley, right? And then he came back a season later, and then Burnley kind of stayed in the Premier League for ages. Yeah. 
and I don't know whether that's the right play or not for them at this yeah, stage. Um, should have Everton to know, are in trouble, as we mentioned. Yeah. And Sheffield United are also in trouble. Like, there's already a relegation. Not to be... Not to be too... Uh, cute, because Manchester United are not that far off the relegation <laughs> thing either. Yeah. They've only got six points from five games. But, you know, the... The bottom four teams all look like they're having trouble. They haven't gotten a win mm. yet. Um, three of them only have a point. Yeah. It's, it looks like it's going to be a long season for them. Mm-hmm. Wolves and Bournemouth aren't... Uh, I say, that's that's just below Chelsea. But they're also... like yeah. Bournemouth hasn't won a game either. They've just managed to eke out the three draws because they're very yeah. good at um, doing that. And Wolves have just got just one win and four losses, so... But those those points that those two are, are dragging up may be enough. You know, if they keep that during the season, it's probably enough of a, a trend to, to keep them out of that relegation fight. But as you say, Luton aren't really looking like they're even going to score a point. Uh, Burnley and Everton and Sheffield United aren't really looking like they're going to score many points either. So, you know... It, it may come down to that it, it doesn't take a lot of points to keep out of relegation because the bottom four are going to be that bad. But we'll see, because, you say, early yeah. early season, it's hard to say. And Burnley and Luton both, you know, obviously Luton was meant to host Burnley second week of the season and yeah. wasn't able to, so there's a game there which means one of those two gets some points of some um, fashion. To catch up on, so yeah, one or both. Yeah, exactly. There's points there, so either Burnley's on two and Luton, Everton, and United on one, or either Bur Burnley or Luton on three. So, or you mean four for Burnley? Oh, four for Burnley. Yes. They'll Plus likely three. frog to just below Chelsea if that happens. Yeah, no. They'll rocket <laughs> up the table. They'll rocket up the table. Yeah, I mean. Early doors, is, of course, so we, yes. we'll, we'll know more as the, um, as the season progresses. Um, just to review the week's upcoming games, mm -hmm. um, most all the games are being played on uh, Sunday and Saturday this week, nice and simple. Um, Saturday, we have Crystal Palace versus Fulham. It's a much of a muchness game at Selhurst Park. Crystal Palace. Um, I feel like they're just going to get away. Like, Etzo yeah. has been playing really well. The team, like Roy, see, t Roy's teams get stronger as the season progresses, generally. Yeah. Then we have... It's also the Roy Hodgson derby, right? He, was, he managed both these teams. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. And it's like 9 and 10 on the table currently. Yeah, so it's a yeah. true mid-table battle. Uh, we have the relegation scrap between Luton and Wolves yeah. at Kenilworth Road. I don't know. I feel like there's points in it for Luton in this game. I don't know if they're going to get a draw or a win. I feel like a draw. Luton and Wolves draw at Kenilworth Road in Luton. Yeah, I mean, this is the one... 
the game rules have to show whether they're actually part of this relegation fight or not. You know, it's early, as we say, but either they are going to be they're better than the bottom four or they're not. So they beat Everton earlier in the season. Um, so this is the one where they show whether they can keep above it. But yeah. I think you're right. I feel like at home, against Wolves, Luton, this may be the one where they get a, a point or, or three. So I might, might yeah. think the same with you. A draw is on offer here. Yeah, I think I feel this feels like a draw written all over it. Nil all draw. Yeah. But change trying not to lose. Manchester City versus Forest. 4 nil City. At least. Though Forest has City. been playing reasonably well this season so far. I mean, they have got two wins and a draw sitting in eight. That's true. So, true, true. But, but you know, it is at the Etihad. It is the Etihad. It is City. Yeah, it's 4-0. Right, next up, we have Brentford versus Everton. I think Brentford are better than Everton, and it's at yeah. home, so win yeah. for Brentford. Not yes. an easy one, but I think a win. A win for Brentford, yeah. So I think Everton's um, going to be scrapping all the way through, but yeah, this this feels like a win for Brentford. Yeah. And finally, we have... Burnley versus Manchester United at Turf Moor. Um, uh, this is like a must-win game for United. I'm sure Ten yeah. Hag is telling his players this is your season. It will be after a short week because they will have played uh, Bayern Munich All right, in yeah, the yeah. midweek. So they might be tired. United seem to bully the smaller teams. I feel like they're just going to get away with a win here. Just like they got a 3-2 win against Forest. I can imagine them doing something similar. I can too. Um, as you say, this is it is going to be... Satin Hag is going to lay this out. And it pretty much is a, a, a season-defining game for United. Like They need to win it just to show, yes, no, you know, we've had some bad losses, but they're against the top, you know, this year's top teams. We're still there, unfortunate, but smaller teams we put away and and we'll have an easier match at some point. It's early early season, you have a couple of losses against top rivals, like that's what happens. Yeah. Uh, Arsenal on the first game on the Sunday, Monday for us in mm. New Zealand is Arsenal versus Spurs, Ooh, North London yes. derby. Oof, this game's going to be an absolute cracker. Yeah. Both teams are doing well. Um, yeah. How do you think split I the tournament? I feel like this stuff. is a Spurs win for me. Yeah, even at, even at the Emirates. So, I know, I think, I have a strange feeling you're right, but... This Tottenham is just playing so well at the moment. Um, but it's at home, and, and, you know, big game, Arsenal's playing well. Uh, I I might actually go Arsenal on this one. Arsenal. Fair enough. Brighton, Hove Albion versus Bournemouth. Um, I think Brighton are going to win this one. It's at the Amex. It's a yes. home dar South Coast derby. But Bournemouth have a bad record against Brighton from memory, so... Yeah, and yeah. this is not an Eddie Howe-led Bournemouth. Exactly. Now I'd go Brighton for this one as well. 
just just Brighton are playing well. They're they're yeah. looming large. You know, four wins out of five, fifteen goals. So they've scored the most goals of anybody in the Premier League. Yeah, you know, they've they've actually scored more goals than City. So um, they're on a high. Their attack's working well. All of us have been eking out draws, but mostly at home, I think, and this is away, so, yeah. Yeah. I see this as a, uh, yeah. I think Brighton, I went for Brighton under Graham Potter had this problem where they would play really well against good teams and then underperform, like, fail to put away bad teams. Yeah. And, yeah, I think they don't do that under Deserbi anymore. They eat bad teams. They really do. teams that are not as good as them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, next up, Chelsea versus Villa. Obviously, uh, Chelsea have not had a good start. Villa have yeah. come improved slightly since then. Um, I think Villa kind of got things in order now in house. That yeah, the manager knows how to how to run this team well. Unai Emery is getting the best out of his men, so I'm picking a. Uh, very narrow Villa win. I'm going to be optimistic, so I have to be optimistic, and I'm going to go with a um, with a Chelsea win. But this is sort of to me a little bit like the United game, in that Chelsea has sort of got to they're going to turn their their season around. They've sort of got to do it now. So um, this is ones they should be winning. It's at home. It's against Villa. Unfortunately for us. Haven't really been winning at home. We haven't really been winning away either, so you know that hasn't really made much difference. But they sort of got to get back to winning ways at home in front of the home crowd. Best place to do it. So let's go with a an eked out one nil Chelsea win. Yeah. Next up we have Liverpool versus West Ham. Great upper end of the table clash at the moment. West Ham started off well, but I think Liverpool are just too good. Especially yeah. at home, in front of the home yeah. fans. I see Liverpool exactly. this one. Liverpool easy. And finally, Sheffield United versus Newcastle. This is the game to see if Newcastle are going to do anything this season. Yeah. They need to start turning it around. Sheffield United have managed to hold up pretty well so far. As ish, yeah. ish. Actually, they've only got one point. Newcastle only got one point. Yeah. Newcastle's yeah. doing Newcastle's about as well as United. Yeah, Newcastle. Sheffield United. I mean, to fair to Sheffield United, they've scored as many goals as Chelsea and well, as Chelsea and one less than United. So they haven't. They have been scoring. Um, they're just being not winning. Um, so that's you know a bit disappointing from them. But yeah, no, I see. Yeah. Newcastle, I mean, Newcastle's the same. And so most of, you know, Newcastle's in a similar position to Chelsea and United, you know, should be doing better. They're currently in 12th, six points, eight goals yeah. out of their five matches, you know, losing to Brighton, losing to Newcastle. They did play Man City and lost to them, so, you know, that's one of those things that happens. <laughs> happens to everybody. Um... But yeah, once again, just a place where Newcastle's got to 
they have to win, basically. It's a uh, losing these yeah, games and you're back, back. yeah. Yeah. These are not the games to be losing. Even if they're going to Sheffield, you know. These are not the games they need they wanna be serious contenders at the top end of the table. They can't be losing these games or dropping points at all. Absolutely. And now uh, just a quick jaunt over the rest of the teams in Europe. Why can't uh, like so f the way it looks like it'll end up this season with coefficients is England will end up with five teams in the Champions League and Italy will get five teams Ooh. if things are to continue because Italy had obviously three teams in the semi uh, two teams in the semi-finals last oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And one in the final so they've jumped over La Liga speaking of La Liga. Real Madrid, five out of five. Um, yeah, Jude Bellingham's yeah. really good, man. <laughs> Who would have thought it? Yeah. This is lucky he didn't go to um, Man City. Yeah, yeah, he's been incredible. Uh, and the team is doing really really well he's just become he's become a leader already at 19 years old at real madrid oh, and crazy. like a fan favorite and he's basically scored in every game like he if erling holland wasn't sure to win the ballon d'or this year it would be Jude bellingham yeah yeah that sounds about right but it's early doors. Barcelona have only drawn one game, yeah. and they've all and one four. And Girona are on four and one, as yeah. are uh, Athletic Club Bilbao. So they're it's pretty close at the top. Um, we've and then we know that once the season carries on, we'll have teams like Atletico Madrid and mm. uh, Valencia get up there as well. I mean, um, neither of them are too far off. I mean, Atletico Madrid's had a little bit of a, a poor start. But, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're, and they're a game behind. They've only played four games. So that doesn't help their points at the moment. Absolutely. Um, the It's also a bit of an interesting thing with La Liga. Hetafe obviously loaned Mason Greenwood. Which is not the best thing to happen in Spain after the whole issue with their president yeah. and how the FA president and how that how it's played out with his uh, with the kiss at the end of the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's been apparently getting threats on the pitch, and yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know he's decided to continue playing football unfortunately this is something that's he's gonna have to face whichever club yes. he goes to he's too famous he can't really hide from it um no he can't really so. so expect to see more happening but yeah early doors still at uh uh in la liga i think real madrid look really really good but obviously we can't say uh, at that stage, who's going to win it? Um, next up, 
the Bundesliga have Neverkusen at the top of the league. Oh. Only played four games so far in the Bundesliga. Yeah. Um, and Bayern second. Um, don't expect that to stay. Our RB Leipzig and Stuttgart, uh, uh, Hoffenheim and Wolfsburg all on nine points and Dortmund on eight. It's Once again, it's only four games, even less than the, than the Syria or Premier League. So very early doors. Uh, but I, ma I imagine Harry Kane is going to make Bayern even more potent this season. And I can't imagine they're going to get worse. No, exactly. He's already scoring goals anyway. So it's just going to... So, in no way is making um, Bayern Munich worse. So, yeah. they're only going to be better than what they were last year. Yeah, absolutely. And now, because there's going to be five teams with four in the top tier, the fifth ranked team currently in the coefficients is Holland. Oh. The Dutch League. Um, the... Um, and so the Eredivisie are so low key that they're not they don't even have a table on ESPN Cricket uh, ESPN Google does uh, see so looking at Google PSV <laughs> top of the table Al yeah. AZ Alkmaar and 20 uh, all all, uh, all having perfect starts to the season. Feyenoord mm. uh, have played five games, three, two. Ajax all the way down in 12th. Only the one win. Oh, They're playing terribly at the moment. Yeah. But once again, this is early, early doors. You can't ex uh, say for certain who's going to uh, win or lose yet. But yeah, yeah as you Ajax, said, if the corruption yeah. sticks... This will be uh, uh, the the Dutch league will get four teams uh, well, in the Premier League next season. Um, the final league we're going to look at is the second place league and the coefficients, of, uh, which is Serie A. Currently yeah. top of the table, Inter Milan, looking imperious. Four yeah. wins, four nil. Juventus just below them, three one, and AC Milan uh, also got three wins, but they they have a loss versus a draw. Yeah. Um, then we've got teams like Lecce, Napoli, and uh, Rossini and Torino, Fiorentina. There's always teams there or thereabouts. I imagine Atalanta will at some point move up the table along with. Roma and maybe even yeah, Lazio. Yeah. The yeah, those are teams that always that, can turn it on. Yeah, and these guys are all um, currently they're all um, it's early days, really, really early days. Yeah. Only four games in. Only four and games. The team at the bottom of the league, in theory, can still make it all the way to winning the league. You've only lost four games. Yeah, exactly. Like, mathematically, it's well within your opportunity. Yeah. The, the bottom of the Serie A is Empoli, who have had zero, four games, zero wins, and, what, no goals scored. So, um, 
Yeah. That's a lot of a lot of turning around, twelve goals against, so there's a bit of turning around there for them to be had. As say, yeah. in theory, perfectly possible. I mean, they did just get smashed by Roma 7-0, so... Um, yeah, that's exactly. half. That's over half their goals that are scored against them right there, so... Sometimes those things happen. Exactly. Um, next up, we are going to Mowatch. Incredible. Uh, Romelu Lukaku scored his first goal for Roma in the weekend. Yes. Uh, they did have a nil demolition of Empoli, like you mentioned. Jose has pretty much fired digs at Manchester United, Chelsea, and Inter Milan. Hmm. Yeah. Clubs he may or may not have a history with. Who can say? <laughs> By claiming that Romelu Lukaku is loved and wanted. Yeah. And even, it's like, I found him to be happy. Romelu leads to be happy, to feel loved and wanted. He arrived here and immediately felt the team needed a player like him. I think he's happy. He obviously likes to win, and that's his nature. Um, he also found time to take another dig at his uh, former club, uh, uh, Inter saying something like, at, at Inter, they have no reason to be angry because they won the Derby 5-1 and have an extraordinary team with many attackers. They must be happy for their former coach who needed Romelu. <laughs> <laughs> so, once again, Mourinho uh, managing to... It's this weird thing where you know Mourinho has ends up having issues with certain players, but then certain mercurial players just get along with Mourinho and become, you know, like, they become his ride or dies. People like Jesse Lingard, um, Michael Essien, as we mentioned, Tammy Abrahams, Didier Drogba. Yeah, exactly. Like, especially if they happen to either have been born or brought up in Africa, or, you know, they're immigrated from Africa into Europe. Like, Like, Jose just seems to understand... Uh, they're uh, understand them at a level like other coaches don't. Yeah, exactly. He really just seems to get them very well. So. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, well, like, there's clearly like some mutual, like some of them. There's it's definitely like a genuine mutual affection. Like Michael Essien, yeah, Jose openly says like I'm I'm Michael Essien's white dad. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and uh, Michael Essien's basically like, yeah, I love that man. What can I say? Yeah. And like yeah, he's taken him to every club. Like even when Essien was literally like, I'm being held together by chewing gum and duct tape. I don't think I can walk. And he's like, yeah, 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 I'll sign you. It's good. It's, it's good fine. It's influence fine. In the... hmm? Yeah, he's like, yeah, it's fine. You're, as you're saying, good influence in the dressing room. It'd be fine. Yeah. And that's just how it works. But yeah, yeah. Syria's early days, like, I know that uh, it's easy to get downhearted about the uh, our, our teams, but we have to remember it is early doors, and there'll be a yeah, few yeah. more games in, and we'll exactly. know more in a few, uh, probably before the January window, how teams are likely to end up. Yeah, exactly. As the season goes on, the the, the pitch will get clearer and clearer. You say it's early, early season 
you know, sometimes things just don't go your way and you have a few unlucky losses or, you know, in the case of United, you play some of the top teams and that makes things look look worse than they are. Uh, yeah, Chelsea's case, you know, unluckiness with just, you know, not being able to quite put the ball in the back of the net and we've got quality players, that changes and suddenly we're winning games 2-3-0 or 2-3-1 and, and suddenly we're rocking back up the, the table again and everything's back to being rosy and great, so... Give it a few more weeks, see how it goes. You say, not too long we'll be uh, barreling along towards um, the Christmas New Year fixtures, and we get through that craziness, and things will start to be a bit more clearer. Come out the other side. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Well, well, on that note, um, I think that's all we have time for today. Mm -hmm. um, thank you very much for listening and look forward to seeing you next time catch you next time Well, that is the end. Thanks for listening all the way through. If you liked what you heard, be even more. Find Sexport to Discord and a Buy Me a Coffee. Pretty sure it's Buy Me a Beer. Oh yeah, Buy Me a Beer on buymeacoffee.com. In both these places, you can talk to us, and we may even listen. Especially if you do buy a said beer. Or coffee. I might still be confused. Yes, we're easily bribed. All links are in the show notes below. Don't forget to like and subscribe. This is on YouTube.